welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited. We have a super special guest who is not only a beautiful guest, but a client and just absolutely amazing. Bill Quayer is actually the founder of Clean and Fit and Faith and Wellness Coach. She started Clean and Fit by going through her own journey in breaking free from binge drinking and finding God along the way. She wears many hats, but her main goal is to expose women to a healthier way of living and really a life of freedom from food, alcohol, and anything else that may be holding them back. You're going to love this episode. Let's just go ahead and dive straight in. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. I'm so excited. We have a beautiful guest who I can also call my client, which is always really fun as well. Her name is Crystal Quare. And oh my gosh, can you just tell us well, first off, welcome to the podcast. First of Thank all, you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like just ready to dive in, of course, as always, <laughs> dive into all the juicy stuff we're going to be talking about. Why don't you just start telling us your journey and what you do and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, definitely. So um, I started my entrepreneur journey actually through network marketing um, and kind yeah. of just starting my own, um, just my own fitness journey, if you will. Um, I used to actually be a big binge drinker. I was just really unhealthy. Mm. And so, um, at that point I kind of gained a little weight, nothing super crazy, but I was like, okay, it's, we gotta do something about this. And so, and um, that's kind of how I got connected with the network marketing company I was with. And so, um, as you know, when you start entrepreneurship, you know, that leads to a lot of personal growth and things mm. like that. So, yeah. um, through that, lots of personal growth, lots of challenges, um, that led me to really starting um, my own faith walk. So I found God during that time. I um, actually got sober during that time. So now I'm almost two years sober, um, which is crazy to even still say, because I remember back then I would never even imagine a life without drinking alcohol, just even on occasions. Um, so led me to that. Um, and then now I just really am focusing on helping women find freedom themselves. Um, and the way I do that is just um, exposing them to a healthier lifestyle. A lot of the women that do come to me, they are looking um, to lose weight. They're looking to kind of get the abs and things like that. Ah. And so we we start on that scale. Um, but then of course, going through that, we realize, you know, that there's of course, deeper things because it's never just about the food. It's never just about, right. you know, the workouts and things like that. And so um, the these 21 and 30 day challenges that, that we run, um, that at least that starts to expose people or women to a healthier lifestyle. And then from there, the things that we kind of dig out from there, um, I usually go on to one-on-one -on -one coaching. So like the deeper, the deeper work. Um, 
but that's kind of it in a nutshell, how I kind of came to where I'm at today. It's, it's been a journey for sure. Mm. Um, and still on it, but it's been amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it's so, it's incredible to realize and to meet all of these people who actually started their entrepreneur journey through network marketing or through MLM. Mm -hmm. I don't even I really understand the difference, but I just call, I, yeah. I feel like it's interchangeable, but you know, yeah. that's, that's how I started, right? My first mm -hmm. business, I started when I was 22 in a network marketing company and I loved it. It just wasn't my, my sole divine purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I absolutely love the company. I love the offer. And it sounds like it wasn't your soul divine purpose either, right? It was something that was a stepping stone. And I think that well, there, what do you think? Um, well, I'm actually with a network marketing company now, but I'm also doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I kind yeah. of do a little bit of both, but I think during my journey, I was just like, I know there's something else I should be doing. And so as exactly. of now, I'm kind of pairing it together. So it's almost like a stepping stone. Yeah, kind of. exactly. And then they go, yes. That's exactly where I was yes. getting to as well. It's like, it's, it's, I believe that our life leaves clues for our deepest destiny. And totally. it sounds like that's totally on par with what you feel as well and how it was this beautiful stepping stone. And I think that it just goes to show with, with telling your story and a little bit about your background and, you know, my background and multiple of the people that I've interviewed here as well is it's okay if it doesn't go perfectly as planned. Like it's okay if you start something and it isn't mm -hmm. exactly what you were thinking or if you um, say, Hey, I want to shift this. And I would love to hear maybe some thought processes or anything that you were able to kind of go through or anything you can suggest for someone else who maybe mm -hmm. is in a transition period, what advice mm -hmm. you would have for them for someone who's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if this is the next step, but really having mm -hmm. the faith and belief in themselves that they can make that transition easily. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, Oh gosh, just embracing the challenges as they come and looking at them as opportunities. And I know that's kind of said a lot, but it's, but it's so true. And, um, I think, you know, just as human beings, we like to have this pretty little picture in our head. And so I think if we can just try to let go of that and just try to just kind of allow, um, the opportunities that come our way and just kind of roll with a, a little better, um, I think that would be, um, one of my first things that I would say, um, but as far as like having faith in yourself. Yeah. I mean, I would say that would be the biggest, the biggest thing, just embracing challenges because I feel like any journey, especially being an entrepreneur, there's just so many different doors you can go through and there's so many different exactly. avenues and there's a lot of pressure that we can put on ourselves. And so I think just really just embracing the journey and allowing things to just, um, to just happen. You know, of course mm. we want to have the action and things like that behind it, but it's okay. Like you said, to not have everything go like we have it in our head because at the end of the day, it's not going to happen that way regardless. <laughs> you know, and I was just talking about that. I just did a live video kind of breaking down one of my income months and every single time I've had a higher income month or I achieved like mm -hmm. a, a really uh, powerful goal that I was working on, it never panned out exactly as I planned it to mm -hmm. ever, <laughs> yeah. but it always worked out one way yeah. or another. And if you, I think the bigger message here is like, if you know that you're meant for something different, or if you know you're meant to take a shift or an extra step in your business or take the next step in your business, whatever that looks like, it's okay to do that. Not knowing how everything's going to pan out and having that right. faith and everything too. I love that. I just loved your, your journey to, to where you do today. And we'll kind of dive more mm -hmm. into, um, fitness things and mindset things around that as well. Cause I think that's really beneficial for high achieving. I know you said women, but sometimes mm -hmm. men listen to this podcast. 
that's to you. What oh, up, my for friends? Sure. My male I helped men too, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, what up? Calling you out. Give me a high five, right. right? So, but, but with that said, I, a lot of women do listen to this. In which case, I truly believe that high achieving people, sometimes we don't make time for our body and ourselves mm. and our fitness. And either our mind gets in the way or something gets in the way. But what you talked about is sometimes there's deeper themes that kind of stop us from taking that action. And I would love to kind of mm-hmm. go over what you found has been one of the most common um, thoughts or beliefs or, or hidden agendas that maybe our brain has going on for us of why we're not taking our body and our health seriously. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, well, when, when women get started with me, the one thing or a few things that I find is there's a lot of guilt, there's a lot of shame, and there's a lot of perfectionism. And oh, yeah. um, what, what I've found even just with myself is, you know, I think we look at fitness and health as like the perfect meal plan, the perfect workout, and then we get the results and that's it. And there's so many other things that go go on with that. And so, um, but I find, yeah, guilt, shame, perfectionism is a really big one. Like trying to I feel like us as women or just as people, we try to fit in that box. And if we don't check off all the boxes or if we don't eat that meal or if we don't have that workout, mm-hmm. we put this um, guilt and shame over ourselves. And that's just. And then I feel like first, we kind of fall off the wagon too, right? Like yeah. once you do it once and then you kind of like put, maybe put that guilt and shame on and then, and then you mm-hmm. like, then you like let it slide again and then you let it slide again. And then the next yeah. thing you know, we're kind of completely off the path right. that we had decided on. And I think too, it's just unrealistic expectations too. I mean, at the end of the day, like if we, if you want a piece of chocolate or a donut, eat the donut, you're probably better off doing that than, than waiting till the end of your 21 or 30 day program that or challenge that you're in. And then you're going to go binge eat. Like my All whole right, thing my is friends, yeah. you got permission to eat the donut. Take that in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's true. And I think, you know, even myself just going through my journey, I put unrealistic expectations on myself as a business owner. And then also just in my own wellness journey and it 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 just kind of goes against us and it's not sustainable so i really try to help women just um kind of get out of that and just just kind of own their own balance because yeah. everybody's different yeah. yeah and i think we need to re- remember and realize because i think that weight and health and um how our bodies look i think that's a challenge for everyone men and women especially mm-hmm. women with society and how things are supposed to look and i mean i grew up as a dancer and i I've, I've never had the quote unquote like dancer's body that's never mm-hmm. really existed in my life and it's one of those things that um i think that our brain is probably the biggest hinder in seeing the success we want. And that happens Mm -hmm. with, I I talk about this in business too. The hardest part about running after your goals, no matter what goal it is, is the six inches right in between your ears. That's what's going on here. And I actually had a thought and when I'm in the routine of, of being healthy and working out and taking care of myself, it's just like any kind of goal, right? We have a big gap from where we are and where we want Mm -hmm. to be. There's a big gap in between where we want to be. And all we have to do is take those little millimeter shifts to eventually get to where we want to be. We can look back and everything looks different. However, mm-hmm. what I find is that sometimes just starting is the hardest part. And so totally. how do you help people just get started, just to make the decision to now I'm going to put myself first. Now I'm going to do this. How do we actually just start and actually create the habit to start enjoying mm-hmm. working out and eating better and all of the things too? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just showing them, um, just how to start just with little bite sizes, because I think 
you, you know, when people come into, you know, say, 21 day challenge or whatever. Like I said, it's the meal plan, the workouts, all the things. And if you have never done that before, if you've been eating McDonald's for 10 years, like mm -hmm. it's, it can be really overwhelming trying to go from zero to a hundred. And so I really just kind of try to meet people where they're at. So if that is somebody that's been eating McDonald's for 10 years, they haven't worked out and you know, they just don't have those you know, that foundation yet, then we start small. We don't really start with the meal plan. We start with just adding healthier things to their diet. And maybe instead of eating that. a McDonald's, you know, maybe you eat a turkey burger instead. Like, so just, <laughs> those, you know, like just little small changes like that. And it gives them those small wins and they start, they do feel a big change mm. even with those small things. And so that kind of gets, you know, just, um, I feel like it motivates them a little better and it feels just a little smaller and a little bit yeah. more approachable opposed to the everything at once. A hundred percent. So let's say um, we're on this journey and we're doing really good, but then we're not seeing results. And I think this is good. I mean, gosh, I mean, I feel like health is kind of, health goals are kind of right along with business goals, right? Like it's kind of the yeah. same thing, right? We're doing yeah. the work, we're, st we're making these strides and we're not seeing results. So mm -hmm. um, in a fitness and even in your own um, experience, you know, business-wise too, what do you feel like is your best advice for someone who isn't seeing the results and starting to get frustrated. Maybe someone mm -hmm. who's on the verge of like kind of giving up and saying like, what's the point? What's the point mm -hmm. of continuing? If I don't see anything happening, what advice and what would you take them through then? I mean, I guess as far as not seeing results on a physical level, I would first look at nutrition, of course, um, because again, it's those small little tweaks that we can make. Um, but mm -hmm. also another thing that a lot of us don't look at is our stress levels. And mm -hmm. so, um, our stress levels, if our cortisol is really high, like you're going to naturally hold on to more weight, more water and things like that. And so that may sound some, like something small, but it makes the biggest difference in how your body shreds weight and how your body performs and how you just show up on a daily basis. So those are the two things that I would That's actually say. really important. It's like, okay, so it's actually like investigating what's actually going on. Um, right. And I think that you know, that's so important, right? We need to look at, okay, what are we actually ingesting like what are we actually putting into our mouths and um also the stress i didn't even know that that was actually a, like a libel i was like oh wow i had no oh, i was like things i just know some of the things that's so awesome so you talk about these small tweaks okay we can make small tweaks small tweaks mm -hmm. what are three small tweaks that everybody can take away maybe today mm -hmm. to start implementing in um in their health in their health journey yeah. So as far as like, um, nutrition, I would just say to add in more healthier things. So, or maybe just switching, like if you're eating three unhealthy meals a day, maybe just try switching one healthy meal a day. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe it's just, like I said, from a greasy burger to maybe a burger that you make at home. So that mm -hmm. could be something small, um, stress levels. I mean, that could be a whole podcast on its own, but I think <laughs> things like sleep, are you getting enough sleep? Mm. Um, and then also what you're being exposed to. What are you listening to? What are you not only ingesting, but also like, what are you feeding your mind? Because it has an effect on how your body responds and it has an effect even on those cortisol levels that we just talked about. So it all kind of runs together, like mind, body, and spirit. So, um, I hope that was, is that? Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I just, I love giving listeners just things that they can do immediately to start seeing results. Yeah. And I think that it's always really incredible to have a plethora of things that we can do to work better. Mm -hmm. I would love to ask because you're very knowledgeable about all of these different things and, and the things that people need mm -hmm. to do to kind of get into the, the best shape of their life, if you will. Like, mm -hmm. why are you so passionate about what you do? 
Um, I'm passionate just because I think the journey that I've had to go through. And yeah. um, I think it's, it's just amazing to see women just light up after they get, yes, those physical results, but the fact that I get to help them with like the deeper stuff as well. Like, that's just amazing because we can do the physical stuff all day. Like I can give you a workout program and you, you get results, but what happens when you get to those results and then what happens a lot of people, they're not happy when they get to that point. And it's because we haven't dug through the rest. So, um, I think just going through my own journey and finding my own freedom and realizing like, Hey, like you don't have to beat yourself up at the gym to feel good and to look good. You don't have to be restricted in what you eat. You can still have fun in life. Um, and I think for so long, I put so much pressure on myself that I really am just passionate about helping and find that freedom from food or even alcohol and just, just the pressures they have on themselves. Yeah. How did you know, you kind of mentioned a, a really core part of your journey was your sobriety and being mm-hmm. sober and being a part of this journey that you've been on to kind of find that freedom within yourself. Mm-hmm. I ha- kind of have two questions to that. My first question for you is um, what does that freedom look like to you? So what does that look and feel like to you? And then wh- on the, the journey of that, of how did you know it was time to kind of cut, like make this important decision Mm -hmm. in your life to kind of find that freedom. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I feel like for a while I knew that was something that was hindering me. Um, but as far as when I realized it, I think it it was just really starting to affect my business. Um, it was starting to affect my spiritual health as well. In what way? Do you mind like diving into it even further? So like people can understand if they're in a place where like, I might need to make a serious decision for my life so Mm -hmm. I can finally find my freedom. Could you paint us a picture of what that might look like or what that looked like for you? And then maybe of your clients. For sure. Um, so so during this time, I actually, which I still am um, a lash artist and I was doing still online coaching. And so how that affected my business is, well, I was, I would never drink every day, but I would be the kind of person that would drink like on like Thursday through Saturday. Like it was like a binger. Mm -hmm. And so what would happen is here comes Monday around and I would have like a two to three day hangover. And so I wasn't able to show up for my clients at my best, but also to be totally transparent, I would have to cancel clients because I Mm -hmm. couldn't, you know, I couldn't even see straight, you know, it just, it just was not a good thing. And so, um, you know, that, that kind of cycle went on for a little while. And I realized like, Hey, if I'm going to ma- have my own business, if I'm going to make this work, like it's not fair for my clients for me to show up that way. Wow. And I'm not even being fair to myself because I'm the one that's putting myself through this toxic cycle and yeah. it's not okay. So that's as far as the business piece. And then just personally, um, it just, it got really dark, honestly, it just got really dark. Um, and that's kind of when I was starting um, to really find God and find my faith. And I felt every time that I would go out to drink, I felt so spiritually disconnected. Mm, Um, and it was, it was the craziest thing. Um, but that was the biggest one for me where I just feel like God was really just telling me like, Hey, like you can, you can go ahead and keep doing this. Like, I still love you. I'm going to be with you and all that, but there's something different that I have for you type of deal. And so, and I felt that for so long, it was probably even just like a couple of years where I felt that, but I was, I was so attached to the alcohol. And of course I can go deeper on that too. Cause there's always, you know, trauma and just things that we like to numb that we don't realize. Um, but that was kind of my, that was, that was my biggest thing. It was just affecting me on a spiritual, emotional. And I just, just felt really dark. It was, yeah, got a little scary. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so you, that, and that makes sense, right? So if you're like, and I, that was actually a really beautiful example. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. It's, yeah. you know, having those moments of realizing how it's affecting your life. Well, and it doesn't even matter what specifically is affecting, but it was affecting you so much that it was like, you were canceling things. It was affecting your business. It was affecting your mood, right. the disconnect, um, you know, to God and, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and your faith and being connected, which is huge. We all want to feel like we're connected to something bigger than ourselves. Right. And then that led you to kind of finding this freedom. So what does freedom mm -hmm. look like to you now? Um, freedom looks like not having to depend on something um, as far as like a coping yeah. mechanism. So yeah. now I'm able to you know, just reach for healthier things. And of course I've always had working out and things like that, but it's, it's just different. Like having God in my life now on a different level, I'm having prayer, um, just not feeling like I'm chained to something. Cause that's literally how I felt. Wow. I felt like if something happened in my life, I had no, I had no control over, like I could not process my emotions and I had to really learn how to just live life differently. And so now it's like, okay, life hits me. Like a pandemic hits me. Something crazy <laughs> hits me. Like, okay, like, let's just take a breather. Like I may still have anxiety. I may, you know, I'm a normal human being, right? but I have that freedom to choose. And I have that freedom to be like, okay, well, you know what? Like I have the control and I don't need something to make me feel better. Like I have that power that God's given me. And so, yeah. Hmm. I love that this, I just saw this beautiful image in my head as you, as you talked about not being chained to something. And mm -hmm. I just saw this idea of this, like this chain, like just busting and you're able to just be, um, like your arms out, like wind in your hair, just like free and feeling mm -hmm. really freedom in that way. And I love it explained in that way, because I feel like so often we talk about freedom in a way of finances. And mm -hmm. I really, what people need to remember and what it comes down to is it's not about the physical thing you're going after. It's how we think it's going to make us feel. Yeah. And if we can, totally. if we can identify deep down, okay, what is it? What is the thing we want more than anything? What is that bigger, deeper purpose? What does that freedom look like to me? What are those feelings that cultivate freedom? What is that feeling mm -hmm. that I would use in that? And if we could find ways to feel those every single day, we yes. are going to be in, oh God, a beautiful, beautiful life. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like we all kind of have our, our different chains, whether it's material or alcohol, but yeah, like finding yeah. that freedom is just, I love it still that. work every single day, but. <laughs> so uh, how do, how do people know when it's time to work with you? Um, how do people know when it's time to work with me? Um, I think. Well, first of all, they have to be ready to face themselves, I think. Yeah. Um, and they have to be ready to just want to change. I mean, because I talk to I talk to the women every day and it's like, you know, everybody wants the change. But I think when it comes down to it, like at the end of the day, like we have to face some things and we have to do some uncomfortable things. And um, like that's what I'm there for, though, to help them be a little bit more comfortable, but also mm -hmm. to help them embrace themselves during that uncomfortability. But um yeah. I mean, they just have to be ready to want, want the freedom and what comes with that. Because I feel like everything there's, there's kind of a price to pay, whether you want the freedom. And if you don't want the freedom, you're still kind of living in like that chain mentality too. So mm -hmm. kind of picking your heart, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and knowing that, um, I think also too, it's like, it's not just about, you know, the weight loss or anything too, but it's like looking Mm -hmm. in the mirror and just really liking what you see back at you. Exactly. And on a spiritual level, um, what did you say earlier? You said like mind, body, and souls, that spirit, spirit. Mm -hmm. you know, having all of those connected in oneness is really the Mm -hmm. ultimate goal. And I think if we could have everybody check in for a minute, you know, mind, body, and spirit, which is most disconnected for you? And just like asking that question, yeah. I think everybody listening, what is most disconnected for you? And then obviously, you know, having that connectedness, what, when we have that connected, actually, this is a beautiful question. When we are connected in mind, body, and spirit, what is that going to allow our life to look like? I mean, I just, honestly, the only word that comes to mind is just freedom. I mean, I just, and sometimes I feel like it's hard to explain. Um, but it's just really having that weight being lifted. Like that's how I feel like it felt for me. It's just having that weight being lifted. And I feel like sometimes we don't realize that weight is even on us until we start taking those small steps. And that's why I love the way that I've started doing my coaching because again, it's those bite sizes and then people start feeling a little bit of freedom, getting those small wins. And they're like, Oh man, like, well, this is going, I didn't realize I didn't realize I didn't really think much of myself and, you know, all these different things. And then I did want to mention too, um, I loved how you said like embracing yourself where you're at, because that's something that I really work with my clients on too, because we have to embrace where we're at. We have to love where we're at right now, you know, mind, body, you know, spiritually, whatever, because at the end of the day, once we get to that goal, if we, if we don't embrace ourselves now, we're not really going to feel that different when we get there, we'll feel a little different. We'll have the abs or whatever, but there's still going to be an emptiness there. Absolutely. And I think people don't realize how easy it is to access emotions and how, um, if you desire to feel a certain way, the only way you can desire that is if you felt it before. Because otherwise we wouldn't even know it existed. So we, we, you desire it because at one moment in time, you've felt it before. And if you felt it before, you can feel it at any time. And the more mm-hmm. we can kind of like take note of, of how we can bring that joy into our life. I mean, it's, it's incredible the change that that can make for us. So, um, yeah, I want to ask you like my like signature podcast question, if you will. Sure. And so this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So Mm -hmm. could you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you truly felt victorious? Um, I mean, honestly, I think for me, it it really was sobriety. Um, I feel like that was my, my biggest, uh, challenge or one of my biggest challenges that I've had so far, because I, I really had to dig deep into myself. I had to face myself. I had to face emotions. I had to face things that I didn't even know that were, that were there. And I think, um, you know, now that I've done that really hard, deep work, I'm super proud of myself. And, um, I think it's meant for a bigger purpose too. So it's, it's super cool to kind of help women now on that journey too. And even just what I'm doing now in my coaching. So that's definitely the biggest thing for sure. Awesome. I love that. Um, what's the most exciting thing that you are doing or working on in your business right now? Um, just recrafting my one-on-one coaching. Um, I really found like another passion in that just really working, um, deeply with women on, um, on just like the deeper stuff, like even if it's just anxiety, you know, um, stress management, um, you know, perfectionism, things like that. So really kind of helping women, um, just attack that, but in that bite-sized way, of course, and just being able to mentor them and support them. So, yeah. Is there any other message or story or or I don't know, even any phrases or anything that you feel really called to share with the audience today? 
Um, I think the biggest thing is just to give yourself some grace. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that a lot of us don't do. And I think we've, I guess, even been programmed that we always have to have this anxiety or we always have to be a certain way or feel a certain way, like even in just the times that we're in right now. And um, I think just embracing where you're at, giving yourself some grace. And I think if we do that, or I know if we do that, that's allowing you to have growth. It's allowing yourself to love yourself. And just it just opens all these different doors and we allow ourselves just just to be a little nicer to ourselves. Mm, I think that's, I know it sounds so like, oh my gosh, like positive vibes or be nice to yourself, but it's so true and it's really powerful. Well, and if you think about it, we're the only ones who are with us our entire life. Yeah. Like think about it. We are the only Mm -hmm. ones who are with us the entire life. And Mm -hmm. if that's the truth, which it is, if that's the truth, right? So like we're the only one who's physically here with us right now. Um, And of course, you know, uh, of course, like higher powers, whatever people believe in too. But why would you not want to be nice to yourself? Why would you not want to say nice things and treat yourself kindly? Because you deserve that, especially Mm -hmm. that you are the only one with you at all moments in time forever. And yeah it's pretty incredible when you think about that, you know, so easily we'll say Mm -hmm. things that are maybe not so nice to ourselves and we would never say that to another person. Somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. This has been so awesome. Absolutely. And I love the tweaks that you gave us and the story you shared. And I really think it's going to touch on a lot of people's heart and they're going to really resonate with this idea of, you know, breaking kind of from the feeling of, of being chained down by something, being attached to Mm -hmm. something and to complete freedom, which ultimately, um, is really what we're all searching for, right? Is that feeling of complete freedom. And yeah, this is awesome. Okay. Tell people where they can find more of you. Yeah, definitely. So right now, um, I'm mainly on Instagram. So, um, it's just my first and last name. So C H R Y S T A L underscore, um, C U E L L A R underscore. Um, and that's where you can find me and there's a link to my website and all that good stuff. So if you want to find info on my programs and things like that. Yeah. And we will have all of those in the show notes as well. So if you just head over to the show notes, you can go ahead and grab all of Crystal's information and talk to her and everything too. Thank you so much for being on today. This is awesome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.